0: All right, just a quick of here. Uh, for those of you who will be listening uh, to this podcast on Monday, um, I will be hosting one of these Stensifka qualifiers as a caster. Um, not hosting. Caster. I'll be a caster. Um, so if you're interested, uh, I think it's esports trading um, on Twitch TV. I'm sure in Artifact you'll be probably able just to go to categories and find me. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, um, I think I'm beginning around, uh, you know, 19... 19- Uh, So 7 p.m. Central Eastern European time. So it's about 1 p.m. Eastern Eastern time here in North America. Um, So if you're interested, uh, feel free to check us out. And then with that out of the way, uh, let's get back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the ASAP weekly podcast artifact thing that we do every week, kind of. This week, we're changing up a bit. All right. No official interview this week. Um, I've heard a lot of guests talk. I finally want to get my chance to say my piece. Um, it's also very special episode 10. Um, so it's a two, two and a half month anniversary. So it's nothing at all except for the fact that it's a 10 and we like 10. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, joining us this week is, um, two of our previous interview guests. Uh, one of them, um, with his uh, favorite dog, uh, is Zuches. Hello. Hello. Hey. And the other one is uh, Nikita from Action Esports.
1: Hello, hello. We were brought back because we were fan favorites, right?
0: You were. You were. You were also brought back because I feel like your interviews are very topical. All right?
1: Oh, nice.
2: Um, Excellent.
0: And I feel like this is a good chance for all newer viewers that we've gotten, new listeners, I guess, um, to you know go check out your interviews because I feel, I feel like they haven't been given enough love. You know,
2: see if they withstand the test of time I think yeah. they
0: will, I think they will especially well, you know we got we got the interview with Gela, all right, which did obscenely well all right um as as I thought it would because you know that's how that works, um, and Rob did very well as well, but I feel you guys didn't get the love you deserved, so uh we're here, we're bringing you back, making sure that you get the, your interviews get a little more love because I think there's a lot of insight um that a lot of people missed um <laughs> So, uh, we're going to start it off, um, this 10th episode. Um, first of all, uh, how do you feel your last week has been with Artifact? I, we're just going to open it up there, and then I'll get more specific as we go on.
2: Uh, Nikita, do you want to start, or do you want... Sure. To
0: uh,
1: so, this this just this last week?
0: Uh, yeah, just this... Sw- or, let's just say last two weeks.
1: Last two weeks, okay. let's do that. I mean, last two weeks, I mean, honestly, since like uh, since the last time I did the podcast personally i don't think much has really changed like we're still in that kind of waiting period so i'm kind of also just you know in that in that waiting period uh the puzzles thing was cool i was really happy to see that we just got like a full new game mode just kind of dropped in sure it's unofficial and sure you kind of like you know have to hack i use the term hack lightly here uh, to get it but i mean it's there people are playing it. it's cool
0: uh, we we here at ASAP Weekly do not. No, I don't know. I don't really care.
1: Um,
0: I feel <laughs> um, no. That that's cool. I th- I think we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, and you're you're actually uh, the new Blitz game mode as well, right? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, if I, I participated in a tournament by Action Esports. Uh, yes, I saw that. So yeah. I will I will be uh, mentioning a couple of things uh, very angrily because I need need to make sure, you know, I need to make sure we don't just all agree here, okay? Because then it wouldn't be fun. Um, Zuchas, how are you feeling? I know you've been playing a couple different games. I know your week's been busy, so take it away. Oh,
2: it's okay. I've been playing... uh, I mean, I've just been popping around to a couple different games just for fun. My buddy's been trying to get me into Dota Chess, so uh, that was quite an experience. Um, But for Artifact, for me, I've been... I still really like Artifact. My issue right now is that it doesn't feel like there's enough content, like cards, to really have a lot of fun with deck building. But this is a a problem that all sort of TCGs and CCGs have in like their set one. Like there's just nowhere to go, you know. Where the upper end of basically every red deck is Time of Triumph, and every blue deck is going to run Annihilation, and there's just not enough variation. So. A lot of the constructed matches just feel samey. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's sort of been like, eh, I don't, just a little bit of a waiting for what's coming. I, I feel like Valve has a lot of stuff that they're brewing behind the scenes. And I was very happy to see their patch notes where they were like in it for the long haul and yes. then made some like pretty cool uh, busts to a lot of the equipment. I, I was such a fan of that because. It makes me feel confident that they are going to buff other things, which is, in my opinion, one of the biggest sort of like issues that is plaguing the game right now because it tends to be sort of samey, right? Like there are a lot of cool heroes that just are never played because their signature card is garbage or they're just completely out class, like Viper, for example. So <laughs> I'm just sort of looking forward to the day when they have this huge like patch where it's like Viper's signature scar is completely reimagined and Lion gets a buff, and I don't know, all this other stuff where hopefully there aren't sort of like S tier heroes and then like garbage. Um, I just, every- just
0: on that note, um, I don't know about you, I really like Lion in uh draft, um, just having that <laughs> removal. I don't know, like, you know what I mean.
2: Well, able to ping, yeah, he's he's great if you, like, draw his mana drains at, like, the exact right time. Otherwise, it's like, Well, okay. no, I'm thinking more later
0: on, because there's been a couple games. Well, especially, I, I, I had a recent uh, pretty good run where I had two of them. And so, at turn four and five, I would just start clearing other people's, like, heroes. Like, they wouldn't be able to do something in certain lanes. Because i just wait for initiative, and then piercing was amazing. Um, just because draft you know, you don't have the same kind of buffs you do in yeah, um, the yeah, yeah. deck, right? I,
2: I I, think Lion is, uh, he's, he feels like he's just on the cusp of being able to do something good, but I don't know. His signature card is just, it's not like a, I don't know, traditional good mana denial spell because they can just cast stuff on other lands or like half the times they like might want to just, retain initiative anyway i don't know yeah but i'm getting that's a that's a whole nother topic uh i i uh i've been trying to experiment with like weird decks so uh, on my youtube i posted a couple videos of this like weird black green ramp deck which i thought was actually pretty good it um i got 17th place in like one of the mainline tournaments and then they were like sorry you can't come in even when someone dropped from the top 16 so that was kind of annoying
0: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, tough um, but i
2: like i like to brew so this is sort of like a nice time to brew things i guess that,
0: that is one one thing i guess i guess but there's only a couple people that really enjoy it um but i think for those brew makers this is actually probably some of the best times i noticed in hearthstone a lot of the problem was um like i don't know if. sorry this is just the game i'm com- comfortable with that's why i always bring it up but uh I feel like sometimes there's never a chance to brew um, because you're either being serious or um, if you are brewing, you're at what like you know what I mean like you're just bored out of your mind of laddering up. But yeah. it becomes to the point where their meta is defined where everyone has a serious deck from like almost at every rank at this point, or else you're kind of not able to compete. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I think you did mention the item card changes, so that's what we're gonna start off with here. Um let's talk about the this update. It came out uh, January twenty eighth. Um so we've had some item card changes. How do we feel about Blade of the Vigil getting some more cleave damage? Let's start with Nikita here.
1: Uh I I think it's good. I mean four cleave is about where that's about how much you want it to cleave, right? That hits melee creeps, that'll deal with like bronze legionnaire and stuff like that. So I, I think it's good. I don't know if it's like the problem is, is that with with items, at least from I'm I'm probably more of the like casual player side, less of the like super hardcore competitive side. But uh, in my opinion, like there's just there's a lot of like auto includes as far as items are concerned, uh, in terms of your Jasper daggers um, and, and blank others now. Uh, blank. Yeah, yeah, Blink dagger, yeah, of course. I'm blanking <laughs> on it now, but I don't know. Is is you'd probably know better like is it, is it good enough now because i mean it feels like when i tried it out and in, in some way constructed decks like it felt good when i got it but i was like i like i don't
2: know is this better than the other options so so with blade of the vigil specifically i don't know as if this is ever going to be like a constructed tier card but uh i definitely think it. i love the fact that it went from two to four because like two cleave really didn't do a whole yeah, lot one
0: armor kind of yeah. like one armor or any healing kind of like kills it right
2: like, yeah, you know. but and now, now with four Cleave, you're just like, you're mowing down creeps. It feels real good.
0: yeah, yeah, I, I do like that aspect a lot. It feels like it's um it's actually a card where like when you do get it on a hero, it doesn't feel like you're just sitting with plus two attack, you know, there's yeah. some cards that just feel like, oh, it's plus to attack and this other thing, but the other thing isn't really helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's actually it feels like you're significantly changing the board state.
2: I, I, my biggest, so like, not to commandeer the conversation. Oh, but... please
0: do, please do, take it away. Go We're for it. at our tenth episode, all right. If I was gonna, <laughs> if I was gonna let people, all right, um, you know, let make sure. I don't know if you listened ever to our first or our second podcast, um, but there was no steering the ship in other directions on those ones, all right. But at the tenth episode, I feel like I can like relax a little bit, you know, let things flow a little bit more. Um, all right, take it away, Zij.
2: So so for me, I just like the fact that it felt prior, prior to this change, it felt like Stonehall Cloak was just the best item because it did what you wanted for like a nominal amount of gold. And then you were paying this premium for like sort of like kooky effects that like weren't really worth the increased price. So that's my biggest takeaway is that now these other items like I don't know, Assassin's Veil or Phase Boots actually feel viable, um, whereas I don't know, I, I, I those are the two worst examples because I would play those gladly all the time. But um, I don't know, some of these other things, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, now I'll definitely play this because it's not just a pile of garbage anymore. Um, some but, of
0: them maybe, some of them not. Like, you know what's funny? When I started this game out, um, there's a couple of these items that I really liked in the beginning. And then immediately after playing a little bit, you realize they're not as effective as, uh, as you thought. Um, I, I, I just want to mention this because, for instance, uh, Musket gets reduced, right? All, like, all these items, it kind of felt like all the B, like B or C tier items just got like one gold reduced. That's, yeah. If you want to lay down the item card changes in a nutshell, um, it's pretty much a lot of gold reductions. Hero's Cape, actually being 12 is, is kind of nice. That's a bigger reduction so you can yep. actually just save a hero um, I don't know uh, sorry I want to say though that the musket um, I remember originally whenever I had the musket it would be like oh I can do two damage dude like that's great two damage Oh, uh, and then as soon as you realize the amount of armor some, sometimes you have to deal with it doesn't really help and mm-hmm. also um, these items if you're not doing something significant on the board you're losing initiative with them you know what I mean Like I could do two damage or I could have initiative in my next lane for a much bigger threat or a much bigger like play. So I don't know.
1: I, I think, honestly, it comes back to what Zutra just saying earlier. Like, the fact that it's the first set, it has to be, like, the, the sort of foundational, just sort of stats salad that it is. So I, I think, honestly, with the, the Jasper Daggers change, I think that might be, like, a little bit taste of, like, what items could be in the future. Like, these, like, really board-impacting sort of, like, spell effects that are on items. But it's just the fact that it's the first set now is why they all just sort of, like, oh, plus one armor, plus two health, like,
2: and so on. Yeah, like... Th- there's a lot of untapped card design 100%, space yeah and i understand that they are probably like man i wish we could do all this cool stuff but players are idiots and like we don't want to confuse them too much so <laughs> mm-hmm. have a plus 15 uh, hp item you know like um, <laughs> but i just want to go on record and say i i love keenfolk musket so oh, that's cool
1: <laughs> i don't know i agree i, I like it also
2: it's one of my, it's one of my fa- like it's one of my pet cards where it's like, I know this guy isn't the best, but whenever you get to kill a hero with a Keenfolk musket, <laughs> you're like, take that, you idiot. It's
0: <laughs> great. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just through. Um, hmm. is there any other very significant change?
1: Uh, um, Keenfolk plate yeah. had a the appended equipped heroes attackers of minus 1 armor which is like the the timber saw change yeah
2: yeah i i like that thematically cuz it sort of opens up some deck building things where you're like oh i could play timber saw and bristleback and then a whole bunch of like conflagration and ignite effects and like really take advantage of this minus 1 armor stuff um i don't know if it, i mean it's not good enough for constructed right now but i like the fact that they're sort of layering on this other stuff
0: yeah, and it, it means they're at least looking at the game, right? And that's, that's I think, another big thing, right? Um, like, they fixed a couple issues, um, but the the fact that, you know, there's still... <laughs> the, the Unchanged still in it for the long haul. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've, you know I, I've never... I've never felt a company could do, like... Do so much within, like four, is a five words, six words. Like I don't know. I it it's n- it seems like very insignificant, but for the community that that feels like it's been grasping at straws for a long time, um it's just like, I don't know. It feels like, oh, okay, so they they are still working on it cuz I think it was a, it was a stretch of like a month that it was like no communication whatsoever. Really since the last patch, if you remember, uh the last patch I, I think dropped December 28th. So, um or it so, might it might have yeah i, I wait, feel is it is that haven't, right
1: haven't no we we've had one every week since uh second since the second week of january the first week of, the first like the first work week, week, week. They, they they have been doing one every week they have been very small and not like yeah. on the level that people are expecting but it's like, like it was all like animation changes and stuff like yeah. that
0: and this one this one especially feels like um there's a, l- a little more being done right um, yeah. especially I mean, with Oh yeah, yeah, you want
2: to say something? Oh, I was just going to say it's probably needed for Valve just because they have sort of like a no talking uh, policy. <laughs> yeah, like a no communication whatsoever policy for some reason. Uh and so I I mean, I was really happy to see that, but I I don't know what Y'all's opinions are, but for me, I mean, it's valid. It's not like they're gonna just be like, "Well, we tried for a month and a half and it didn't work, so scrapping artifact." Now, I, I, I think
0: guess. that's true. I think though, there's there's something to be said about how colossal the launch was of a mm-hmm. failure. I think the biggest problem with this game is not the game itself, as much as Reddit might like to make you believe. I think I think it's that if there's less expectation and a little more like pre planning. We would have had. We've been in a much better spot right now. Um, yep.
1: I, I can speak a little on the no communication thing. I think a while back they had a uh, they had some sort of presentation on like uh, like interacting with the player base, and I think they said that they found that the zero communication thing works the best for them because it keeps discussion about relevant like the actual relevant problems to the top because when according to them when a company says communicates and says they're going to fix something when people start discussing the issue they automatically get like downplayed by like okay well they're going to fix it so we don't have to worry about it and oh. relevant discussion doesn't happen for for that topic now the the only problem is is we have situations like Like the one we're now, where it's just like there's a the game is like in this weird limbo of like hey are they are they even working on it I don't know and they have to sort of like release things I mean this like the part for the course valve is like the way. We know about all the stuff they're doing is through just like strings in their code, and <laughs> yeah. like, like it's like it's like this puzzle mode. Like I don't know. Like now, I guess now we know that they're going to be doing like a toy type of single player campaign thing in the future. But that's not because anybody like t- the player artifact Twitter tweeted about it. That's just because like it was in the code, and now now we know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I th- I think definitely um, there's something there's something interesting, but um, and I think also Valve was kind of fortunate that the we play tournament happened when it did
1: yes um, yeah
0: I think the we play tournament was a brush like a um, what is it breath of f- fresh air that's the overused yeah. uh, saying right um, because because it feels like they, they took all of a sudden like for for a week or two weeks it was like we play we play we play and it's like they're getting 5,000 views right um, I mean they got 20,000 views on the finals but we're not gonna talk about that too much Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, if you, because uh, it's mostly because of their advertisement. Um, <laughs> if I don't know if you, uh, if you heard about that, but I were remember that yeah, advertising the Game of Pedia and stuff. So they they bought advertisements, but we're playing the streams as ads. Um, so that's why there was a really big bump at the end. But I would mm. say like throughout the weekend, it was averaging like once the weekend hit, uh, it bumped up from the two it was at to about three, four, and then it was averaging five, six. Um, if you had Super JJ. Or, like, swim on, you'd have like six or seven K. So it wasn't like the numbers were really good. Um, And so, and I watched, I mean, they were so entertaining that I watched, like, I don't know about you guys, but I watched a lot of that tournament.
1: Yeah, that that tournament's production value was like probably higher than it should have been. Like, that must have been a massive loss leader for them because they, they like went all out. They had like the the set design, the theming, like the random, like, circus set.
0: I'm going to be honest, that like trading. Uh, like the website they were advertising, I think they made it back. I'm gonna be honest here. Um, I know that.
2: So, so I listened to another podcast podcast about like the things that the first WePlay casters got to do. Mm-hmm. Like they explored Ukraine and like went on this like guided tour around the city. I don't know, man. I, it has to be a lost leader because I'm sure they spent a ton of money on well, I, I, everything. I'm
1: certain that they probably didn't make their money back but it's like where, where does the money come from and why is it being, <laughs> is it being put to, as much as we all love artifact like i don't i don't know if we're all willing to like put our life savings like all in there
2: i mean I, so here's my theory and I, this is just pure speculation but like you are maybe a game company that has a an angel investor or something like that and you sort of place your bets on artifact because it's backed by this giant game company valve and you know it's only going to get better from you from here on out Mm. you know you've already sort of pitched that you're going to run these five thousand dollar tournaments and valves already sort of doubled down on the fact that like they're gonna maybe they didn't do it at that point in time but you have to sort of assume that they're gonna like keep investing in this game and there's this initial dip because of the sort of colossal pr disaster that their launch launch was but at the end of the day like you sort of have to assume that Artifact's going to come back around and, and start recouping all those lost uh, viewers and players Hopefully. and stuff. And I mean, I, that's sort of my take on it.
0: And I also feel like that what they've done really well, we Play, is they've kind of solidified themselves within the scene, right? With these high reduction yeah. things. Yeah. So if it does come back around, they're going to be at the forefront of it. Um, and maybe that's that's the gamble the investor's willing to take, right?
1: I mean, yeah, I, like, I think like back when the game like before the game launched like everybody was investing in artifact everybody said all the streamers were like oh yeah i'm switching this is going to be my thing full time i'm excited for it and you know when it when it launched and then when it became what it was everybody sort of kind of just backed away slowly and you know switched <laughs> back and did all that kind of stuff but yeah i think that's why like or like that, that personally that that's my pitch when i'm uh, when i talk about the youtube channel is like why like you know you'll buy low sell high take that concept and apply it to like the way artifact is right now you know get get yourself embedded in the community when it's small and then grow with it grow with the community as it like scales cuz i'm i'm sure it will in the future also i, I think i think
2: it will
0: yeah, and yeah that, I, yep, you, you to say oh that? i was
2: just going to say and, and this is a little bit of like circle jerking here but perso- <laughs>
0: personally <laughs> like, i vehemently uh, agree with you i think everything you say is great i
2: <laughs> i just i really like the game so like <laughs> yeah. the whole backlash i'm just like y'all what I just play the game to enjoy the game. Jeez, like I don't know. I understand that people need their like rewards and stuff to psychologically fuel their need to play. But I, I, I
0: that is, I think that's a fair, fair argument. It, it feels, and I've, I've, I've kind of said this in a couple of my comments on Reddit. Um, but I, it feels sometimes it's like okay, I'm just gonna play a couple games a week and that's that, and I'm fine with that, right? Um, yeah. But I think in-game incentivate. Uh, Jesus, tripping over my words today. Incentives, incentives, in- yeah, um, incentives um, are 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 things that that really the game is um, is lacking, right? And it it, feel, yeah. it feels like um, that kind of competitive edge. A lot of tournaments are popping up, right? Kind of to fulfill this need, um, but at the same time, I mean, do you want to like look up, you know, go on a separate website, look up when it is, then sign up? It's in-game client, so at least you don't have to deal with that. But you still have to find out when these tournaments are at what times, right? There's no like, oh, I go into my drop down menu of play artifact and click a link right away, you know.
2: That's uh, my biggest gripe right now, by the way. <laughs> I I was like, oh god, damn it! Sorry, uh, you can bleep that out. I don't know if you. This if is so far. Listen, the, listen. The children. Apple yeah. Apple
0: <laughs> Podcast is not listening this far, and I'm gonna guarantee you. All right.
2: Uh, I'm just been like, I all I want to do is play in a tournament right now, and I have. There's, like, five different sort of, like, third-party sites I have to sort of crawl through <laughs> and be like, all right, oh, I have to go look at this person's Twitter to find the link? Okay, <laughs> it's like, just let me sign up to a random tournament on the website. I don't, it just feels like... I, I, a, I,
1: I think an in-game tournament browser is one of the more, like, under-talked-about, like, request features that I and, think would really, like, help it out. Help the, out, the like, the feeling of community.
0: And the problem is that they have the... <sighs> It's all like uh, like other card games where there hasn't been an in-game like tournament feature, right? Yeah. The difference here is no, we have the feature, but we haven't optimized or made it you know user friendly enough to let you actually just access tournaments right away. No, yeah. you have to figure it out yourself. You know, it, like, it
2: has to be in the pipeline. It like, has to, yeah. 100%. It has to. If if it's not, I like I rescind all of the compliments I've made about <laughs> Tom. like it's the one thing I want. So. <laughs>
1: So that's, that's something interesting also I wanted to I wanted to maybe ask you guys. Um the there's this like my I'm of the opinion that currently the things that are wrong with artifact are all outside of the gameplay. Whenever like artifacts problems are brought up on online and like discussions like anywhere, I always see people like thinking it's like, well, they got it wrong with the gameplay and that's where they have to start. And I don't I don't want them to like pull a Gwent homecoming style like <laughs> You yes. know, take go back to the drawing board and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know. Do you do you guys think that there's like problems with the gameplay?
2: So okay, uh, I'll I'll tackle it first if you don't mind. Yep. Um So I have come from two games, uh Duelist and Gwent, that had these sort of like weird eleventh hour changes to their core game mechanics, the and Duke it is just Duelist did? yes. Uh, so at I was yeah at that let's see. I don't want to get the time frame wrong, but I I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say like two days before their like launch from beta into like finalized game. um, I was talking with the uh, whatever the CEO or the director of the company that was creating Duelist. And he's like, by the way, what would you think if we made this drastic change? And for those who've never played Duelist, it started with draw two cards a turn. And he was like, "What if we just made it draw one card a turn?" I was like, "That's a terrible idea. Like, it changes the whole game." Oh. Um, anyway, fast forward, they changed it, and then like mass exodus, <laughs> and it felt the same with went Home co- or Midwinter patch for me, where it was like huge changes to like that wasn't core gameplay mechanics, but it felt like it was because it was such an overarching change to the game. I, it feels like you can make these big changes, but you have to sort of accept the fact that the people that are playing the game now are the ones that like the game. So yeah. if you change like a huge aspect of the game, they're gonna leave and you're not gonna like recoup the people that left.
0: And I think but. at this point, like if you if you okay, so let's just say they completely change the gameplay, right? Valve goes, listen, you know, this was a bust, well, let's change it up completely, right? And they lose that core audience. And they try to relaunch a game that's not Artifact but has the word Artifact with it. I feel like you've just... Not only have you gotten rid of your core base, but you're also... The IP has this toxic PR
1: related to it. So at that point, I don't know what you're doing. You know?
2: Yeah, you've hemorrhaged all the confidence.
1: Yeah, I I, I feel... Whenever I see like a company do that, I always feel like they're just like admitted defeat. like they're like, all right, we'd like messed up, like, I don't know, yeah, like I don't I don't I don't trust the yeah, like the confidence, like what you were just saying.
2: um he, so here are this is sort of like segueing into maybe another aspect of this conversation. But like I've seen a lot of proposed changes to like what people would like. and the one that I personally don't agree with, but I could be like, ah, eh, okay, I, I'm on board with this. Is the whole secret shop or item, like, consumable items list? Because that seems to be, like, a real, for whatever reason, people are like, Ah, oh, I hate not getting a TP scroll and draft. It's my number one least favorite thing, and here's how I would change it. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys seen all these posts? Yeah. I mean,
0: well, you know what? I'd, I'd almost make it, like, a second deck you're recycling through.
2: Yeah. I, I'd go like, the
0: opposite way. <laughs> you know, make it completely, like, these are your ten, your side deck. That you cycle through, like, you know what I mean? You're picking up one at a time, whatever you get, you get. I don't know. Yeah,
2: I, I, like, I think rethinking the item shop is a a thing that I could get behind, just because it's sort of, like...
0: It doesn't change the core base of the game.
2: Yeah, yeah, it feels a little bit ancillary, and, like, yeah, it changes how the game plays out, probably, but it doesn't change the core game, so...
1: I I Honestly, like, the secret shop, like, the... Personally, that's, like, I think one of those things that, like, when Garfield was designing it, I think he just, like, he put that in there because it's like, oh, hey, it's a digital game. We can totally have this, like, level of this sort of, like, feature in the, like, well, thing there.
2: Well, so, I I mean, I don't know whether that's the case or not. My thoughts as to why he created the secret shop are playtesters were like, yo, it's turn three, and I've already spent all my gold. Like what am I gaining gold for at this point in time? So they're like, that's okay, like a okay, point, yeah. sure. Yeah. Here's a secret shop where you can buy random stuff. And like, all right, well, thank you.
1: Actually, that, that that's actually valid because there actually isn't you're right. There's no gold sink outside of the like it would suck if you're just like sitting on 25 like turn turn 5 and you just have to keep buying like a health potion every round. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: <laughs> I'm I am 100% positive that that if not like the impetus would at least played into the the reason why they created it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess um, they could do a redesign. Yeah, I don't like I said. I I think it's the same thing that you were saying earlier. I don't think this overall, whether we change it or not, I don't think that's gonna like make or break the game um, too much. I don't think. Like I I think I think wherever the secret uh, shop goes, it won't um, overall negatively or positively affect the game. Um, All right, so I'm gonna kind of move on a little bit. um, You know. Take back my yeah. show for a second, all right? You guys have been talking a lot. Um, so I want, <laughs> I want to go through this post, because I don't usually like fluff posts, all right? But I thought this was great. So I'm going to have your reaction. I don't know. if You've probably read it. It was at the top of Reddit for a while, all right? So uh, it has 1K upvotes. I don't know if this gives away what it is, all right? Um, but it's, it's it's titled, Why Artifact Actually Failed as a Game. OK, you ready for this? Um, Back in the day, when our god and savior, Gaben, left Microsoft to create his small indie game studio, which is now known as Valve, he met a beggar on the street. As he was passing by, the beggar grabbed his hand and looked at it. Gaben immediately pulled his hand back, shouting, WTF. The beggar was a fortune teller, and she told him that great uh, success awaits him in his new endeavors. She opened her hand, expecting payment. However, uh, Gaben ignored her. As he was leaving, she yelled at him and cursed him. While you will initially succeed, you will fail once you go for number three gave him left and left however he still remembers the old lady to this day and is afraid of the curse that's why he has never had a valve game with a number three until now so hear me out artifact symbol is a triangle with three sides the game is played in three lanes all of which start with three mana three heroes are spawned for each player at the start of the game the cost of a basic item is three Many weak units attacks, especially blue heroes, revolve around the number three. There are three different arrow outcomes. You can have up to three options at the shop, you can have up to three copies of each card in your deck. In fact, heroes add three copies of their signature card in your deck that you can avoid, making sure your deck has three of one card. The game can be considered the third game of the Dota franchise, even though it's not Dame Dota 3. What do you guys think? I don't know if you guys heard this.
2: I did hear this. I don't know if you uh, read it. <laughs> I, I read it and, and it 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 elicited a little chuckle. I snorted <laughs> out my nostrils when I read it. Yeah.
0: Sorry. I, I I thought I'd read it. I know I know it's a little a little bit long winded, but uh, I thought it was great.
1: I like I think like the part of that like from when the the very moment Artifact was announced at um uh, at at the international when they had that like weird teaser with like the moving stones when they were back when there were only three colors in the game. I there from, from that moment, like I knew that it didn't, it didn't matter how good the game was, like how mind blowing, like how the player base, like the core valve fan, fan base was like going to hate it. Cause it wasn't half life three. Like, and that oh, yeah, just, yeah I, I remember so, that I was so unfair to the game. Like it doesn't matter. It's like, wow, after
2: all this time, like they they made a card game. Like, I don't, I don't know. I remember there being like a big outcry because it was like, oh, we just all got epic trolled by <laughs> Valve because we all thought it was going to be a Half-Life 3. Yeah, because they, they sent
1: <laughs> they sent rumors around that day that a Valve was going to be announcing a new game at the International, which I mean, that like that's uh that date. That was like five years since they released a game, which was Dota 2, which was like the official launch of Dota 2. So, I mean, yeah, I I don't know.
2: Sometimes,
0: um, sometimes being too well known and having too much hype is a bad thing. Is what I gather from all this.
2: I mean, I for getting back to your original point, yeah. I appreciated, <laughs> I appreciated the thought and care that went into that <laughs> meme post. Like, yeah. there's a lot of low content uh, shit posting, and this was a, a tier above that at, at yeah. the very least.
0: Yeah um is it is it something wait i i wonder uh you said what is the other reddit you're talking about the
2: uh art art of fun <laughs>
0: art of fun all right let me join that red i feel like i might get some more enjoyable posts um i'm wait i'm waiting to become part of this cult that you are uh spewing on me here Well, oh,
1: i i called it
0: a cult i called it a cult okay you called it a cult all right all right
2: i i am subscribed to it but i haven't like i haven't drank the kool-aid yet like i'm just like oh yeah <laughs> This is what I want—a positive artifact subreddit.
0: You're so. just waiting till they look at you with like giant eyes, you know?
1: Yeah, everyone, everyone's smiling like all the time, like they're never not smiling. And just
2: yeah, I mean, I think that they—I don't know—I I haven't really delved into it, but my impression is like they'll accept criticism if it's like not belabored and just like I don't know, shitting on the game for the sake of shitting on the game.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's go on. Let's talk about tournaments a little bit. Um, we've had the WePlay tournament, um, and I know we talked about it briefly, as in what it's done for the community. I want to know um, the results of the tournament. Did any of you, either of you watch parts of it?
2: Yes. I watched, um, oh, man, that one like no-name guy who was just crushing everybody. I didn't watch the whole thing. I forgot what his name is.
0: Are we talking about Stormlike or Mago?
2: No, hold on. I'll find him. You guys keep talking.
0: Um, okay, so I want. So if you watched a part of, it, I just want to go over. Um, I feel like if I ever was in a tournament and doing well, I would be storm like, because um, it felt like he brought a good deck, and it just kind of controlled itself. I don't know if that's that's a fair criticism of the player. We're talking
1: about the, the finals, right?
0: No, I'm talking about the semifinals. We'll the guy just... who made it into the semifinals, and oh, it just yeah. felt like his deck carried him. Like he chose a really good deck lineup. But his plays were very. You know,
2: he was. I mean, sometimes some people are like better deck designers and not as good players. And if they can, like, I, that is a viable skill that you can use to, you know, launch yourself into the tournament scene. Some people are like really good piloters, but they play a lot of bad decks for whatever reason. I but mean,
0: this, this, I'm just speaking to the design of Artifact, right? Because I feel like an Artifact specifically, it's a card game that piloters should. Inherently, um, be given an advantage. I, I don't know. I feel like you have way more room to pilot, way more room to figure out strategies within yeah. the game to adjust the game scores.
2: I, think I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of uh, there are a lot of decision points in Artifact, which is one of the reasons I really like it.
0: Um, yeah, and I and I think I think to to some extent people were surprised at the results um, that that some of the results. It, the big thing too was uh, Petrify and Liquid hyped. Getting out earlier in the tournament um, so we're already kind of seeing a shift and that, that was mostly because people people only everyone you know after liquid hype won that uh, the talk TV uh, need for seat tournament um, everybody was hyping out the blue decks right the mana blue um, mm-hmm. and then the mono blue kind of you know it, it wasn't as prevalent um, in in the, in the
1: finals it was only swim that was running in
0: yeah it was only swim um, and so uh, it, you you could kind of see that um uh, like it, the meta shifts, right? There's changes, yeah. and the players are figuring out new things that they like and don't like. Um, and that's good to have in a game, too.
1: I've been really enjoying how like uh, like this all goes back to like before launch. Uh, Like everybody was talking about like the meta was going to be solved and like all the pro players would like know what was good. So like what was what was even the point of playing? Everything's all figured out. But we've had like actual like meta shifts. And like this this tournament especially was pretty pretty diverse. I mean, sure red green was like the highest, but they had I mean had mono blue, mono red. It had blue black in there. Somebody was playing red blue.
2: It was it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to say the, um, the big thing that I really felt changed and shifted in this tournament is we got the players that were... Uh, sorry, sorry you were saying that in, in beta, right? A lot of people thought that everything would be figured out. Um, but the truth is the people that were doing re- well in the tournament were the people who had to qualify, right? Um, so, so that meant that the players that were lesser known were doing better. It's because they went through a tournament where they had to prepare their deck... Right to beat a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of other players, Um, unlike the invited players who might not be really seeing that much tournament play leading up to the we play. So that I feel like that must have had some effect on it. Yeah. Um, Zuchas, what did you want to say?
2: Oh, I I was just gonna say it. I, I feel like I've experienced that sort of outcry in a lot of different games in the early sort of set one, set two of games because there's like I said way earlier in this podcast you know there's not a whole lot of cards that you can sort of build around and Mm -hmm. so people who inherently rely on tournament results to sort of you know net deck are like oh the tournament you know everything's (laughs) solved already Mm -hmm. like x is the best deck and it's like well not really like you're basing that off of like two tournaments and one guy's opinion so I'm of the opinion that, like, Mono Blue is a good deck, but it's f- far from, like, the de facto best deck. Same with yeah. Red Dream or, you know, whatever.
0: Nor is it probably teched to, like, the best possible iteration. Like, I believe in Liquid Type to probably made a really good, you know? But I, I feel like there's always changes in, like, certain tech cards that aren't really considered. Um, yes. Yeah. As they go through. Um, Nikita, would... Nikita wanted to say something, yeah.
1: I was just gonna say, like, it's like if there's a if there's a best deck, you know, then we gotta figure out what beats the best deck. I think artifacts, like, there hasn't been really anything that's not countered by something else, which I've also like kind of enjoyed. There isn't like just the best deck that's like the best, and it's not you can't touch it even if you like construct something to defeat it. You still can't touch it. Like, there's there's always counters.
0: Of course. All right, um, Nikita, let's get into your tournament. So uh, your tournament you ran out Saturday. Uh, yes. Let me, take me through, I'm going to have my thoughts on it um, in a little bit, but take me through your process of going through it.
1: Okay, well, one, one disclaimer, uh, so apparently there is a bug in the game where if you set up the tournament to be set with a speed timer, it for whatever reason sets it to inactivity timer only, which I believe gives you like around 30 seconds per action or something crazy like that like it basically it, it just completely kills the whole speed timer thing it's not like the the frantic it's race not a real that
0: it's... Bliss, right? <laughs> no, it was
1: no it wasn't it was just random two so our tournament ended up being just random two color decks with inactivity timer which I mean you know not, not as exciting but you know it was still it was still cool to see mm-hmm. uh what, what else did you want me to?
0: Uh, well, just because um, I, I feel this was, I, I want to mention, um, so that uh, Valvo, Valvo, whatever they call you, if you are listening, go fix that. Let's have an actual speed timer so we can do this. Because a big thing I noticed, if you do want to play Chaos Blitz, um, you have to wait for eight people to show up. And not only that, it's not easily accessible from the main menu. You first have to go yeah. into the tournament structure and then find it. So yeah. I feel a lot of times, a lot of these tournaments, they're hoping that you know this is where you get your fix of Blitz. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing, and this is probably not your fault. This is probably me because I didn't mute the chat. Um, but as soon as people realized it was 30 seconds, I'm playing my game, and I think I got 30 notifications, <laughs> just like beeps and beeps, as 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 like this whole conversation about the 30 seconds was going on, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can't play right now. This is really annoying. But I mean, to be fair, that that, that was probably my case. The bigger thing I want to say though is because it was a blitz format. I'd almost, um, and hear me out here, because I know I know this is probably the first Blitz term you're doing. Um, yes, But if I was. had a suggestion, is to okay. actually do the Blitz 90-minute format and then declare a winner.
1: Um, the the free-for-all setup?
0: So it's set up 90 minutes, right? And it's how many games can you win within that 90 minutes? Yeah. Um, well, that's,
2: but, oh, I hate that idea.
0: Uh, See, yeah, I don't. It, but at the same time, <laughs> listen, hear me out. Because I got a random two-color deck, right? So... It just kind of felt like if I had one, I I played literally five minutes, and you know what I mean. Like it, it was not. <laughs> I feel like the term experience, if you if you wanted to play more games, right? If if the if the point was to have players like actually enjoy the blitz format, I feel like that might have been an idea. But uh, yeah, well, Zuches, tell me why. My
2: my only critique is like then, let's say you end up not getting enough wins because oh my opponent. I had a, a, an unusually slow opponent for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, no, no. I don't know blitz, enough about this. with
0: blitz the the real blitz, right? Not this thirty second thing. Um, it yes and no, right? Because you are you're limited to five seconds per turn, or sure six, or whatever it is, right? It's just oh, above okay. five seconds per turn, so you are actually being forced to play. It's it, the 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 game mode itself isn't just two randoms. It's actually you're being forced to play really really quickly right now, um, and so. Not only that, um, it would allow for people who do maybe you know get uh, pretty bad deck matchups because they're random decks um, to actually have a chance to win a couple games, and so your overall play, I guess, over a period of time while you're playing um, all these random decks would kind of add up to who's kind of in the lead. I mean, and, or maybe just take like do do like thirty minutes or do an hour, and then take the top top eight or something, you know. Uh, yeah i don't know we've stuck
1: we've stuck to the single lm like best at one format just because like and i talked about this last time i was on like just we wanted like quick quick tournaments just wanted no no super big time commitment Mm -hmm. i'm I don't know. I thought about doing the free for all, like trying to, trying that out one week. But does it keep the your like score updated? So if you're like the person that has won the most, you'll be like in first place. Yes. Like, does it say that? Yeah. Okay, it usually does. I, that's good because I, I don't I don't want people to like you know spend ninety minutes like you no, know, no, playing no. all I, the games, I, and all of a sudden they're like in place fifty. Like that that probably no, feels no, no, kind of no. bad. This,
0: this is usually what happens in the chaos splits. I mean, it would be better if you had like 128 people. But if with eight people, like by game four or five, there's people that will drop. Okay. Because they'll be like, Not okay, sure. I'm 0 for 4. Like, let's call it a day, you know. Um, well,
2: okay. Let me, let me. I have another critique of your your suggestion. Ooh, by the way. Okay. All right. Hit me. What happens when someone's? Are you okay? So in this in this scenario, are you going solely off wins? Because then, what's to stop people from being like, ah, I lost two of my heroes in the flop. Instant concede. Start a new game.
0: Well, if you do that immediately, um, then there won't be a new game except the same person.
2: Mm, okay. So
0: you're going to reface the same person. I mean, I, I guess someone could do that. There's nothing stopping you, but eventually you're going to have to win a game.
1: Wait, was it, wasn't there a setting that you could make it so that uh, people can't face the same person twice? Wasn't that a setting?
0: I think that's totally possible. I don't think it's the setting in the regular tournament mode because, like I said, if you have eight people, you don't want...
1: In the in the open, like, automatic tournament mode, in right? In automatic what you're
0: tournament about. mode, it, it's not like that just because you might... You don't want to wait for a game, you might just want to. Play yeah, it. yeah, yeah. um, but I think there's definitely a setting or I, I'd imagine I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say definitely or not definitely. Um, but back to Zuchis's point, um, you were just repeat what you're saying just because <laughs> I lost it for a second. Well,
2: so so if you're going on like, okay, the winner is the person who gets the most wins in X amount of time. What's to stop people from being like, ah? My first two turns, I drew all my eight drops, and I lost two heroes. I'm just going to concede. And okay, so if that person
0: concedes, and let's just say they reface another opponent. Right? Eventually, they're going to have to get through the whole game if they want to win a game. Do you know Unless what I mean? Because the games are really concedes. close. You're not going to know with a five second timer on everything, right? You're not going to you're not going to know necessarily what's going to happen in five turns. So if so, you concede three or four times, not only do you have to wait for another person to lose, to re, like re up the game.
1: I guess there's also the logic of like if you concede against that person, you're giving them a win, and you're technically
2: still competing against. Yeah, it's true.
0: If you're competing for a position, board. and that you are giving that person a win, right?
2: So, so I I agree, but my point is like, it, when you're in this scenario, like every second that you're not playing a game that you're probably going to win is wasted. So, it feels to me like you would want to cut your losses as quick as possible. And I understand that like in Artifact in particular, it's easy to it's easy to come back from games that you like initially thought you were going to lose because you had a bad flop and didn't draw your good cards. But why would you spend the next, I don't know, 12 minutes or, you know, however long a blitz game lasts trying to claw your way back into a potential victory when you could just quit and start a new game where you have like a better up I mean, or a better I deck or try. something. I,
0: I think eventually, though, the players playing like that would need to win games, right? I think regardless the the speed of blitz and the way it's kind of formatted, like if you're gonna hit a top eight at 128, like you gotta be like you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to you're not gonna be allowed a certain amount of losses, especially if, if you set in the game mode if you can find um the uh, like not allowed to rematch because then you're really screwed if no one else does that, right? <laughs> You're, I literally, guess. I, you're literally sitting for five minutes with no one to, to meet.
2: I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, no, it. no,
0: fair. No. fair, And I think I think there's a fair point to that, right? Um, also, because Blitz... I don't know. I feel like Blitz is never going to be a perfect competition just because of the two random heroes. Um, I'm just thinking... I think the reason, the reason I'm suggesting this or suggesting a free-for-all format is because it feels like a lot of people just want to be able to play Blitz and they have to wait usually 30 minutes... Um, for to find like in the open queue, mm. so I feel maybe when they go to a tournament, I think there might be interest of a lot of people being like, listen, I just want to play like an actual blitz with a whole bunch of players and see what happens.
1: No, but then, uh, I mean for sure, and then I'll. I mean we'll think of. I'll do, I, I don't make the ultimate decisions, I'll say that right now. I'm not the grand arbiter of what Listen, the format and, ends up being. And but... I'm not
0: saying, you know what, and I, I'm not saying, like, the tournament was run poorly, right? I'm just saying this is, this is what I personally would have enjoyed. But maybe if I won everything, I wouldn't be complaining. Who knows?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all, all things aside, I, like, I... I... I'd like to think I play a lot of different digital card games and play Mm -hmm. a lot of real-life card games. I don't think I've ever seen that kind of format anywhere else. That's, like, it's very unique to art. I appreciate the innovation that they just, like, kind of just sort of threw in a whole brand-new tournament mode, or at least one that I haven't seen before.
0: Yeah, you're right. It, It is, competitively speaking, I don't think Blitz is a competitive, like, game type. I think it's made to be casual. But I think the reason I'm advocating for this is more for, like, the, the fact that people want to play this game mode and they can't really play in client right now. Um, but That's- for the integrity of the tournament itself, I mean, I guess it makes, it makes, I mean, you're kind of, you know, out of luck if you, if you draw like a bad matchup, but, but still, I think for the integrity of the competition, it'd make more sense to do singles. Um, I do
1: think out of all the different uh, like formats, like between like draft constructed and random two color, I think, The free for all tournament mode probably lends itself the best to the random two color. Then, like, because constructed, that's what people were talking about when the game mode was first released was that, like, okay, everybody's going to play like a fast red deck or something like that. Because you'd, why would you play a slow control deck? Because you you don't have enough time to get games in or something like that. So, yeah.
0: No, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a random aspect.
2: What's next on the docket?
0: What's next? We got, okay, well, this, I like to play off, you know, as all good. Hosts, alright, I like to play off what we talked about last. Um, you, so, Petrify recently posted uh, on Twitter um, that what he likes the most about Artifact in some sense is that aggro decks won't kill you outright. Um, and there's a lot of other games where you just get the perfect aggro deck and you just kind of lose. Um, but like the red or the red-black decks don't necessarily kill you really quickly. Um, I just wanted you guys to speak to that a bit. I don't know. Right. Nikita, to
2: me... Oh! Oh no! No, no, Did I
0: mix it up? Oh my bad! I thought I got the voice right. That's my bad. It's okay. I'm the one that has
2: the cold right now. Okay.
0: All right.
2: Um, so for me, it it sort of feels like artifacts in this weird spot. Like, there are aggro decks and there are control decks, but they sort of blend a lot more together than any other CCG that I've ever played. Like. I think you could play an aggro deck that just ran Annihilations in it. You know, if you're like a blue-black aggro deck or something like that, because th- you can take different tacts on different lanes. Like, you have to control a lane to, like, stall for as long as you can while you're being aggressive on these other two. Otherwise, you can just get 80 I don't know. I guess my point is the reason it feels like aggro decks don't just run away with games is because it feels less like there's a pure aggro deck um in artifact vis-a-vis other games
1: yeah everything feels kind of like mid-rangey like because uh the way i mean the way control wins is still with aggro i mean i think i think that's like with every game though but yeah i i I agree that everything sort of that's actually a good point that like you can have every different board have like a different strategy this could be like the board you're controlling this could be the board you're like overrunning and this is the nature of the game
2: like, even when you're playing these aggressive lists, you still have to sort of have, what is my strategy when my opponent is going to take my tower and then probably 80 my tower? Like, I, I don't know the answer to that question for, you know, in a vacuum, but it, it feels like you need to be able to adapt on the fly to every different strategy. So Mark Rosewater has a great article from a zillion years ago about who's the beatdown, it feels like. Every different lane you have to an- analyze who's the beatdown in this lane and misanalysis a- as game loss, I think, was his overarching. And Anyone remember that article? Am I You're dating by- myself?
0: Explain it, though. You've intrigued me.
2: So Mark Rosewater is the lead designer for Magic the Gathering. Um, and he has been for like 100 million years. Um, and he has an article, it's like the seminal article on the subject of who's the beatdown, basically like determining, are you the aggressor, or are you the defender, or are you the control player, right? And if you misanalyze or misidentify your role, then you'll lose, right? So if you're in a aggro-v-aggro aggro matchup, one of the players is necessarily going to be the more aggressive, and the other player is going to have to adapt a tact that's like staving off death um, in order to be successful, right? Because mm-hmm. if both players are playing at the same aggression, who, whoever is better at it is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the person who sort of like doesn't have the upper hand has to take a more defensive tact. And it feels, lo- I guess, the, and the uh, counterpoint to that is, if you're in a control v control matchup, you need to figure out very quickly, like, am I better at control than my opponent if yes then i can adopt the control role if no then i have to figure out how to beat them before their superior control ability yeah yeah, takes over and so it feels like you have to have that analysis every single lane every single turn so
0: that's that's really interesting Interesting. i'm seeing weird parallels like to, to even like mobas and other games where um well, I, I I played League for a bit um, I like to bring up random games here just because why not um, but there's always a sense that there's certain heroes that specifically um, like early game they're good and then late game they're not so good so if you have an early game you have to really focus on early game um, and so I guess there's a parallel to card games where if you have an aggro deck you tend to always have to be like alright well I have to make sure that what I'm doing to win does it very effectively and very quickly or else I'm just going to lose the game Um Although you know what I've noticed, I think I feel like the red decks, especially um, for what we'll be seeing, are even even though they're more aggro focused. The card Time of Triumph is specifically designed to finish off like boards that are you know where they're having trouble to get through like a wall of minions, right? I feel like that's yeah. that's the card that kind of equals us out where it's not pure. If anything, Time of Triumph is the only card or one of the one of the only cards that really makes a red deck feel like oh okay, it's not just aggro. It's late game, and now I have to deal with this, you know.
1: Yeah. i mean it's 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 the finisher like it's a whenever people talk about like oh I, like time trump is a big problem like it needs to it needs to go away or something like that. i'm like
2: well then what is what does red do
1: at the end like they
2: can't
0: they can't get can't, through walls right
2: You're yeah so i i'm of the opinion i'm sort of in that camp first of all side note uh Apparently I misattributed this article. It's Mike Flores, not Mike Rosewater. So yeah. but it is it's over twenty years old. So go read the article. Who's the beatdown? Anyway, getting back to the subject. Um I think Time of Triumph is the exact thing that Red needs, but it does feel a little bit too over the top. Like someone casts Time of Triumph, and unless you're also casting Time of Triumph, like you're probably gonna lose. It just I don't know. It feels like yeah. there's it feels like red decks nowadays just sort of, like, bide their time until they get to eight mana, and then that's how they win. It,
1: it's also a little bit of, like, a—it's a, it's, it's a slightly—or I feel like it's a slightly boring design. It's like, I don't know, like, you sit down and you're like, all right, red needs a finish, or, what, you know, what do they do? They're like, oh, they have, like, big stats. They're like, all right, put that on the card, send it. Like, that's it. <laughs> they Finish with big stats, sure. I don't know. There, there, there should have been, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, reward for, for setup or— I don't know, maybe like for reaching a certain threshold of stats with your red heroes or maybe like killing enough heroes with like duels or something like that. I don't know, but I again that all comes back to like this is a foundational set. Probably we'll see something like that in the future.
2: I I would love for it to be neutered, but only slightly or given some sort of like hurdles that you have to clear. Yeah. So like instead of it being plus 4 to every stat, it could be plus 3 or they don't have armor so they're easier to kill or they Plus amounts are based on the number of creeps that you have. That way, you can't just like, Oh, I got five heroes in the slain, and they all get put. I don't know. I think that there's a way to make it a more interesting card without just being like a the de facto red finisher.
0: And I think I, if, if they didn't have right, if they didn't have that card, you you would have to run like a red blue or red black something that clears or gets through specific minions so you can hit face I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but that's kind of how I feel. Sure.
2: I also think, and this is sort of going back to a point that I made earlier, I hope at least that in future sets they'll have other, like, red finishers and other finishers that we can choose from. So it's not always like, okay, how do I beat him once he gets the Time of Triumph? It's like, is he playing Time of Triumph or this other, like, crazy card that I have to prepare for? Uh, Because then at least it's sort of like, there are other avenues to win rather than just, like, units of siege and in increments of four. I don't know. When, oh. when
1: when do you guys think we're gonna get our next set?
2: I hope soon. Ugh.
1: I, I I keep hearing March thrown around. I don't know. It's just like, if we like it misplaced right. anticipation. I'm calling uh. it right
0: now, March twenty eighth.
1: <laughs> March twenty eighth. Okay. Ooh, yeah. End of March.
0: End of March, and then um, March thirtieth, uh, they announce they announce the tournament for twenty twenty two.
2: Is that when, okay. when does spoiler
1: season start for that? I don't know. I don't know. Do you I'm think just... this podcast will get a card spoiler? Get a card spoiler?
0: Let, let me. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about possible. Um... Listen, this is all I'll say. We have there are some rumors. All right, um, that there might be some new uh, keywords in the game, and you uh, talking about
2: mutation.
0: Uh, something to do with mutation. Yes, um, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna discuss it specifically. Um, but it is hopeful, right? Along with what we were talking very early on in this podcast, um, like the puzzle mode, um, that there are things, you know, that that you know they're still working on it and they're changing the game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it detailed yet, you know. I'm gonna wait wait till they announce something officially. Um, Fair enough.
1: They definitely are still working on it. They I are mean still that, working. We, on we know it. that much. That's good.
2: I so my big concern, by the way, to go off this is that they are going to be like we have to figure out. Our monetization model before we release a new oh, set. They
0: definitely have to figure out their monetization.
2: So that yeah. seems to me to be the biggest hurdle that they have to clear. It's like, are we going to stick with our, are we going to like stand by our, you know, whatever you want to call it, pay to play model versus like the dust model of Hearthstone? Or are we going to switch over to the thing that like everybody in the world expects and wants? So I think that that's what they have, that's what they're going to have to figure out. They're going to have to. Make that decision before they release this next set, and that's going to be the thing that they stick with basically forever.
1: It's tricky because, like, if the if second set like comes out today, like the, with the player based numbers being what they are, like so few product is going to be open, and the the card prices are just going to be like astronomical because everybody's going to want them. It's going to go back to like what it was like at launch, where we had like one hundred and twenty dollars access and stuff like that. It, it kind of. <laughs> Does remember that? Does remember that launch? There was just and everybody was like, "See, this is what we were talking about. Like this, game, you know." who bought it for one hundred twenty
0: dollars and boosted I the market? I I'm sure someone did. Oh my goodness. Um, I'll say this much. It kind of feels like you, if you are an artifact player that is planning on getting the full set, you're kind of leveraging. Like, hopefully, there's no new announcements and it keeps dropping, and then I get it right before the announcements announced. You know, like that's that's kind of what a lot of artifacts. Yeah. That's why you see a bump every so often. Because you think you'd keep going down, but every so often there's just players, all right, this is when I'm buying the full set, you know? this is. Oh. So <laughs> this is, so I'm this is sort
2: of segue into a new topic. I don't know if take you want to just allow this. But like the whole point of this monetization model is like you can play it as a market, right? Is there a point when you were like, okay, I see the future of Artifact is bright. I'm buying 500 Axes. Never, for like three never. years from now when they're going to be like 15 dollars and i'm spending like well
0: you well, know what okay. happened three years from now all right that's when they introduce rotation and your axe doesn't cost anything
1: well no 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 no. but then artifact legacy is also going to be a thing <laughs> like eternal formats and artifact i'm certain they'll there'll be some form of that also right now right now is the best time to buy artifact or to buy axes at are they're, they're three dollars currently so you know that's only like what one and a half grand
2: I'm just well there are I'm sure that you can find like a diamond in the rough probably some uncommon that people are playing in every single deck that like two years from now people are going to be like oh I wish I started playing artifact when it right when it came out so I'd have these smash to smithereens or uh, sanctums right like Mm -hmm. what are the what are the like go to staples of two years from now that's how you play the market for this sort of stuff. I don't know, like
0: I said, I mean, it, depending what your investment is, right? i think I think if you do buy the full set right now or you buy some extra axes, um, just don't be disappointed when you're wrong because it might not be that bad of a cost investment, right? Like if you think about it, <laughs>
1: I mean it's not re- like it depends on how many you're buying like if you yeah. if you if you lose like what like 20 30 bucks I mean is I mean that's not you know this is, we're not, this is not like bitcoin where people were like you know selling their house and stuff
0: yeah if, if you you know if you spend well
2: speak for yourself I'm gonna mortgage my house to buy some axes so all right hey hey
1: <laughs> you know I'm whatever corner that
2: close. corner that axe market
0: and i hope hoping isn't listening to this one at this point uh... <laughs> all right well. Zucha's right your girlfriend Someone, uh... yeah
2: yeah oh yeah but it's, she doesn't have any interest in this house. It's my house, so uh, okay. I allow her to live here.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. We need to timestamp okay. where we're at. All right. Send a video.
2: Yeah, delete bit, that from the podcast.
0: Delete, <laughs> there's going to be no editing this podcast. We're going raw. We're going oh, raw. God. Maybe I should mention it on Twitch, you know, sometime when we're yep. streaming. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel. I feel we're kind of getting to the end of the rope here a little bit. Um, it's been good. It's been fun. Um, I'm gonna start off with you two, uh, just some shout outs. Let's start with, uh, Nikita here.
1: Uh, Action Esports Artifact, a YouTube channel. Um, we're gonna, I think we're still gonna be doing Artifact, uh, until, until I get asked to not make Artifact videos anymore, which I, I don't see it in the, like, near future, but, you know.
0: Well, you can say, you can put it this way, right? Action Esports, you know, they have they have their Overwatch thing, right? Yeah. And they have their other games. But there's no game where they're, like, you know, on top of everything. That's true. I, I feel like with Artifact, the amount of subscribers compared to other content creators, you, you guys are pretty high up there, you know? I don't think... <laughs>
1: It's kind of hard to beat Artifact Cinema, the 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 big like you know when they got their ties to Valve. But I mean, we're the we're you know we're probably up there in terms of the the small content the creators. The Smaller
0: content creators, yeah. And I I think you know I think that's the way I'm hoping action esports is seeing it. Yeah.
1: Right. I, I kind of actually like it now with like the, the 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 way the community is right now. Like I see a lot of familiar names and they like keep popping up. Like it's you know it's you know it's bittersweet, but it it is nice when it's the size. Um,
0: and Zuch's, um, Sorry, I just I had a tear to my eye. That's why I had to pause there. But um, <laughs> uh where can people find you?
2: Sure, I'm on the cusp of a sneeze. By the way, so I'm just ready for that it. Out Bring there. it on! Exciting. Exciting. Um, yeah, find me at z o o c h z, and I it's the same for YouTube and Twitch and Twitter. So pretty easy to to know if it's me or not. Um, I, I do try to upload videos every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So uh, I've been I've been dabbling in Eternal, which is a game I played several years ago that's had a huge resurgence lately. But I've been doing mostly artifact stuff as of late.
0: All right, and then from us, all right, um, everyone out there who does have uh, an active email, all right, I need three of you, all right, three of you to go on Podbean and follow us. You know why? Because then <laughs> I would beat I'm gonna be top, and we'd beat uh, Suns Fan, and that's all I oh, want. Oh shit! I can Wait. quit. I can quit after that. I know, I know his, his actual thing like on Twitch gets like 500 viewers or whatever. So I'm not too worried. But on Podbean specifically, we'd be, you know, <laughs> put in front of them. So I'd be pretty happy with it. I'm just saying, all right? All right? Second thing, all right, is if you do have iTunes, and I notice a lot of people tell me this. They're like, I can't find you guys on iTunes. Well, it's because no one rates us, all right? Give us a five-star <laughs> rating so you can actually be found on iTunes instead of going down nine pages or something, all right? And then the last thing is I set this up for jokes because I, you know, I don't really expect much. But I did set it up. And if you do happen to be a millionaire or know someone who is, all right, I did set up a Patreon. So if you want to help us out there, feel free to do so. Um, (laughs) That's all. Very nice. That's all. Uh, It's been good. Thank you for coming back on. Uh, it's, It's actually a lot of fun talking to you, too um and you know podcast 10 yeah maybe maybe yeah podcast 10 podcast podcast x X. um maybe we can get another chance to do this sometime um anyway from all of us here have a great week you know uh make sure you do something nice for your loved ones and good night
2: see ya some ending